Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, I might have seen Stu dancing in the background, but absolutely nothing. There you go. Hello, welcome along to Match Reaction here on the Rangers Rabble. Um, a comfortable 4 0 win for Rangers at home against um, Livingston. I want to say comfortable. Um, it wasn't too comfortable 12 minutes to go, but it was comfortable in the end. Um, goals from four people who I can't remember right at this precise moment, but we'll get into it anyway. Um, I'm joined by Craig, Stu, and Ian. Um, Stu, you went on a build up, so I will ask you, how are you? I, I was good until I heard that new intro music, mate. I'm not sure what to make of that, if I'm, if I'm completely honest. But yeah, but, I mean, Rangers haven't ruined the weekend, so I'm, I'm happy. Yes, we haven't. Yes, we haven't. Um, and we shall get into the game um, and more. So, um, like I say, Stu, you went on a build up, so I will come to you straight away. 4 um, 0, four different scorers, um, substitutes making a difference. Rabbi Matondo looking like Messi. Um, what's your thoughts on the game? Positive overall. I think definitely moving in the right direction. I mean, I had a few moans as I always do through the game um, because I think we, we we dipped in large parts, I thought. But it's it's early days and I think what we wanted to see was at least some indication that it's going in the right direction. And I think today we got that. Today we saw good movement. We started really well again, which I thought we did against Savet. Um, but we we dipped off really early in that game, and I think today we kept up for larger periods. Subs made a big difference, which was good to see. Um, a couple of players were a bit hit and miss here and there, but a couple of players were really really good. So yeah, just moving in the right direction, which is is all I really really wanted to see. Um, because I was getting a little bit worried, even though it's early days, but that that's sort of taking a lot of the pressure off just me. So I don't know how Michael Bill's feeling. <laughs> Well, Ian, the, the one thing that we said in the build-up was that, you know, not not just a, a result, but a good performance. And we wanted to start seeing how a Michael Beale team plays, how they go about it, how they do things. Did we see that? 
In fits and starts again, much like Wednesday, we saw fits and starts of it. Uh, again, that first 20, 25 minutes, you could see it, the quick interchange, the passing, that looked good. Um, so it was one, two touch and getting in behind. It was working quite well. Um, so I think we are beginning to see what Bill's trying to bring. Uh, people probably disagree, but for me, that's what I saw. And I'll get, obviously, Craig and Stu's opinion on that a wee bit later on. But I want to get the negative of the road first um, because look, it was a good one. Um, it was the, somebody's put in the chat, it was a kind of monkey off her back in a way for a few players for getting their first goals. Um, but Craig, a lot of chat on, on social media and no doubt in our comments about Cyril Dessers, somebody who we spoke about before the game as well, who's not 100% up to speed, um, who's maybe not fully fit, as in match fit. Um, but does that excuse the poor touches, the poor passing, poor movement, just kind of all-round poor play? It doesn't. Um, but at the same time, I actually thought he was better today than Wednesday and that was better than Saturday so he does seem to be uh does seem to be getting in the right direction um I've seen I've seen his clips online and and that's not his sort of usual usual touch usual um his usual standard um I'm hoping the fact that he's playing more and more will will be a good thing and, and that will come um but I thought yeah I thought he was he was better than Wednesday and that was better than Saturday Oh, it was something. Was it was it you that put it in the chat, Stu? That you've you'd actually seen a bit of him playing mm. in Holland, and the Dessers that's on the pitch for Rangers right now doesn't look anywhere near the same. No, he's, I'm not saying he was like a superstar or anything like that. And, and he, to be fair, he gets a lot more time. But his touch was always pretty good. Is is he used to do this sort of take the ball in, sort of draw defender in, and and spin around a bit like Morelos used to do as well. So that's why I was getting excited about signing him because I thought he was a. a Direct replacement almost for for Morelos, um, but yeah, he's just. I thought he started well today as well. I actually thought he he looked quite lively in the only moments. He had that one where he sort of went around the keeper. I know it was well offside. Var would have checked it, but it was he, he was showing good early signs. Yeah, a few things didn't come off, but I thought they were the right ideas. And then the second half, he he seemed to fall off a cliff. He couldn't get anything right. Um, touch was poor. Passing was poor. He, he just looks so far off it. And, and we know that he's maybe not as much fit as the others. So I, guess, and I, I get we've got to play him and, and we've got to get him up to speed. Maybe I'd have taken him off a little bit earlier than we did. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not too worried about him at the moment because I've, I've seen enough of him to know that he's um, he's decent enough. I know, um, I don't know if someone mentioned his, his goal record base and he's pretty much one and two through his career, maybe slightly one and 2.5. It's not too bad for a striker. Um, I think I think he's going to be fine. It's just you can people will sort of nail their flag to the mast really early at Rangers, and if if he doesn't kick on soon, then he's he's going to be fighting against the fans as you know as well as his own form. So he, he does need to sort of get out the road really quickly. He's already got his goal. Um, I was hoping that would spur him on a bit today. But yeah, hopefully as the team sort of gels and and, and it comes together, he's going to be a, a lot better player for us. But it wasn't it wasn't great today, in all honesty. Well, test video saying Dessers will come good. Um, David saying people need to give it a rest with the Dessers hate and give him a chance. Ian still very very early days, um, and I know that we want you know people that come in for X amount of million pounds, especially us in the league that we play in and the finances that we have. You know we expect them to kick on and and, and be excellent straight away. Not always the case. 
No, not always the case, and it's a lot like that with a lot of players. I mean, someone else put in the comments, and we've said it before as well, Hately, when he first came into the club, it took him a while to get going. And I'm not going to write him off after a couple of pre-season friendlies when nobody was good and the league games, because initially it didn't start well. I thought in the first sort of 15, 20 minutes, he was doing all right. Man, he was linking up well. Like Stu said, that chance that um, where it was flagged offside, which he probably wasn't. Um, he seemed to be going. As the game went on, he did get progressively worse, and I think he got. Um, I think there was a, the fans started to get on his back every single time he missed the touch or didn't look like he was going to get to a ball, and I think he just faded out because like his fitness isn't quite up to speed yet. I think he will come good. I might come back to bite me uh, for the end of the season, but. I've seen little bits here and there that convince me that he can do something. Mm. No, listen, you don't pay X amount and I'll use a pounds for a player who's an absolute and complete and total dud. You just don't. It, it, it just doesn't happen. And I'm pretty sure I've got full confidence um, that he will come good. Now, I've seen... A, here we go. Finn Fogel. Let's talk about this right now because not a lot to do in the game, Craig, but when called upon... Um, he was there, he made the saves, concentrations there, he's athletic, an all-round really good goalkeeper, and today showed that, you know, when he's called upon, he's he's there. Yeah, there was a couple of times, obviously, he came out of his box, which was which was great to see, um, and a couple of the saves, that, for, for me, the one where the boy sort of bends it towards the bottom corner, he tips it around the post, That if, if, if that's McGregor, then we're sort of waxing lyrical about that save, because um, that's going right in the bottom corner, and at that point, it was 1-0, and Livingston, if they'd have scored at that point, would have been a sucker punch. Um, and obviously that spurred us on to to sort of get the win. Um, obviously a bit more a bit more fluid. Um, but yeah, two two for me very good saves. Um, and if that's the sort of standard we're going to get going forward when he doesn't have a lot to do, then um, then I'm looking forward to the future for him. hundred percent. Can I just clear this up? Um, channel member Aaron. Martin, we spent 14 million on Flo. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did Flo not score like 20 goals a season? He did. 12 million as well. It was 12, yeah, it was 12 million, but Flo scored goals. It was just because we paid such an extravagant fee for him. I think it gets looked back on as he was horrendous. Flo scored, Flo scored goals. Um, if Dessler scores the amount of goals that Flo scored, I'll be extremely, um, extremely happy. But yes, yeah, still on, on Butland. Um, it's just it's, it's nice to have confidence again in a goalkeeper. Yeah, I mean, I wax lyrical about Dessers and I wax lyrical about Button. So I'm glad one of them is is paying off because I don't know what I've done if Button started poorly. Um, yeah, he's 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 a very good goalkeeper. He's obviously England caps. He was touted when he was at Stoke to to go on to to really really big things, and, and obviously it didn't work out like that. I think he was unlucky when he sort of he went to Palace and then was the third choice goalkeeper, I think. And I always thought, how has no English club taken a, a punt on him? Because you've got a guy with well, it was seven or nine England caps sitting there, you know, twiddling his thumbs. And you saw him at Stoke and he's a big guy as well. I didn't realise how big he was. I did not know he was six foot five until we signed him. Um, and, and that makes such a difference. Even today, you see that like the savoury tips around his post. He's, you know, when, when a guy that's six foot five is at full stretch, that makes a difference because a smaller goalkeeper probably doesn't save it. Even the one that sort of went across goal and he sort of dived out into a six-yard box, stretched out and, and took that. Again, that's purely his reach that's getting in those balls. Uh, confident in the air gives me more confidence when we can see corners. I'm not fretting now when, when we do concede a corner. But yeah, he's, he's just, I think, again, as he 
gets to know the squad more as well and, and he'll drill that defence like Goldson will, like Suter will. I think the defence will only benefit from having him in goal um, before, you you know, it, I think they still look nervy a little bit at times um, and today there they was some fantastic defending but I think having that confidence and that surety behind you just makes you a better player and a, and a more confident because, you know, football is you know, probably 50-60% confidence game anyway and if you're confident in, in what you're doing on, on the pitch and, and you're confident in your teammates, then, then it's really only going to lead one way. So that's what we've got to do more of. And hopefully Dessers can can bring from that as well and, and get more confidence into him because I think he's lacking in it as well. But yeah, I'm really, really pleased with the start buttons made. Yeah, yeah, so am I. Um, we have a question, in. We have a question from William. Um, what was your thoughts on Tavernier today? I've got to try and be nice here without being too negative. Positive, I don't want to be negative. Positive, I don't want to be negative today. It's a good day. Today's a good day. Um, not one of his better games. I'm going to start with a negative point. Um, I think he now needs to switch it on a bit because when Sterling come on, even for that bit part, he showed more for me than what Tav did the entire game. Um, so if Tav wants to keep that spot, captain or no captain, he needs to up his game a little bit. Um I'll say the best thing I say is that he was there. He did what he needed to do. Bit slow in points, but overall a little bit um, non-existent for me. Sort of invisible. So that's as good as I can give him. To go along with that, Craig, are, are we just too heavily focused on the negatives at all? Um, possibly. I mean, I we see it all the time. I've said since the start of last season. Um, for me, the work he did last summer 22 when he bought he was training and, and pre-season training for me he's put a bit of bulk on um which then has affected his ability to sort of his pace and he's he's, he's carrying a little bit not that he's sort of i mean i would be glad to have tavernier's sort of physique uh, every day of the week but for me his ability to get up and down is is being sort of lean and i don't think he's he's been able to get that back since since last season um, he still does the job sort of most of the time, but um, we 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 do need him to be um, like Mark, um, like Ian said um, to be putting it on now. But I'm I'm just worried that the amount of time and and sort of longevity he's had of of being up and down is is that finally st- sort of starting to starting to catch. I mean, he's he's obviously the wrong side of thirty. Um, I said earlier in the chat that if we we're expecting Tad, Tav and Borna to be the width going forward. They can't be expected to do that for the full season at, the, at their sort of at their age. They're not sort of 23, 24 and being able to get up and down. Um, so I think we need to sort of look at that. But yeah, I think we we do sort of go on a tab a little bit. Um, it wasn't his best game, um, but it was one of those where he did the job that he needed to do today. Yeah, well, I just think sometimes people are just really happy and quick to jump on the negative when it comes to Tav. I agree with you. I don't think he had his best game. Um, a few wayward passes. He seemed to be a bit disjointed. Um, I don't think he played particularly well, but people just seem too eager, I think, to to, to jump down his throat. And I, I don't really understand why, um, to be honest. I like this comment, Nostu. I very much like this comment. Um, Captain Cantwell sounds good. Um, I mean, look, we could spend every single show that we do just talking about how good um, Todd Cantwell is in the build-up for the first goal, which involved Dessers as well, um, and a fantastic finish from Lammers, but it's all about Cantwell, isn't it? 
and you're on mute. Ta ta ta. Um, yeah, no, I don't know if Captain Cantwell is is right. Uh, I don't know if he's if that's his sort of you know ever be his role for us, but. In terms Campbell can do whatever he wants to do. So. <laughs> in terms of his importance, yeah, absolutely. It's. I think we were all a bit surprised when he was left out the first game or started on the bench because he's just, you know, my old man was spitting feathers when he started on the bench. He absolutely loves him. And he's like, when he started playing, he's like, oh, we've already won. Cantwell's in. And then obviously he's proved right when, when Cantwell has such a huge part in that, that first goal. Just his willingness to play the passes that are, are a bit, not ambitious, but they just break the lines. And, and then he's willing to go on as well. And you don't get that a lot. Those intricate passes, as I said at the time, we've missed those sort of quick interchanges. Ian mentioned it earlier. Quick interchanges, intricate passes. And it just catches teams off guard. When you play those quick one-twos and they're on the back foot, they can't turn quick enough. And Cantwell just gets in behind him. He's, he's obviously already started his run, so the guy can't keep up with him. Um, and then, yeah, so like a bit of a scrummage in the box, but Lammers finishes it fantastically well as well. So I was really pleased for Lammers because I've said before, he looked like Dennis Bergkamp in the preseason, and then he just didn't start like that when we went competitive. But today I thought he was really good. Um, and players like Cantwell, Raskin, Sifuentes, they drive the rest of the team on with, with what they're doing in the middle of the pitch. And, and it was so, so key for us today, I thought. Um, all of them played, but listen, they all had moments where they could be better. That's just the team in general gelling. But I think Cantwell today was, for the most part, a standout. I thought the refs were a bit harsh on him. I don't think they protected him very well today. I thought he he probably got fouled four, five, six times and he was just not getting any of them. And I don't know if that's a, a fallout from the dive for the penalty he had. But it was... No, it was yeah, I, I personally think that's just Don Robertson. Um, and by the way, it was for both sides today. It was for yeah, it was. He was horrendous. It was. Yeah, no, he was. You're right. He was... Um, there was one just after I think Suter sort of went through the lad in the middle of the pitch for a header and didn't win the ball and that he didn't give that either. So it was for both sides, but I just think Cantwell was was getting kicked all over the place and it's one of the big problems when we're sort of trying to attract players into Scotland and you know they you you see it to a degree with Tillman. Tillman probably didn't want to come back because he doesn't want to be kicked all over the place and at the end of the day maybe we don't want those players that aren't up for the fight. But at the same time, not mention his name. <laughs> at the same time, he's going to get kicked all over the place if we get through. So, uh, um, <laughs> but do you know what I mean, at the same time, you know, there's got to be a degree of protection from the referees because you, you can't just allow players to to stroll about doing that all game. He, he was getting absolutely nothing out of it, and they get fed up, and then he reacts, and he would get a booking if he did. So it was a bit silly that way, but yeah, he was he was fantastic, just like he was for the for the six months that we had him last season, um, and he's just yeah, he's. he's I think he's just going to be so key for us going forward. And I think those midfield three already are, are looking key for us going forward. And one of the things you probably see more obviously at the game, Ian, um, and, and Ian Ross is pulling it up. Um, his work off the ball is phenomenal. Just just he's just everything about him. He is, Cantwell is the best on him. And you're on mute. Uh, unbelievable. That's my first time ever. That's the first time that's ever happened to me. So I've got to take one, and I eventually. It's not as bad as Brian last night, three in a row. Um, <laughs> anyway, what was the question? Cantwell, just, 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 just Cantwell. Just talk about Cantwell. Oh, Cantwell, we can come here and do whatever he likes. So, like I said, if he um, was in my house and in my bed where I'm supposed to be, I wouldn't just kick him out. I'd go downstairs, make him breakfast, make him comfy, tuck him in. I'd do whatever he wants to do. Um, I love him, um, and. I can't believe that the city I live in let him go. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that he's exactly what they miss. So 
Cantwell should be back in. Uh, and Cantwell, I mean, I know a lot of people have said that Cantwell should never be dropped at all if he's not fit. And I was like, well, you can't do that to a player. Da, da, da. No, for me, that changed my mind. This game's changed my mind. If he's fit and on one leg, Cantwell starts. Well, um, according to John, Stu's the most negative guy in the world. So. I just said the midfield three are fucking fantastic. Has <laughs> he not watched when Lewis is on? Oh, I know, by the way. I, I know, I know, I know. Oh, um, I was going to go on to the second goal, Stu, but something has just happened, so I need to pop off um, for two seconds, literally two seconds, um, so I need you to take over. No worries, all right. Second goal. I can't remember what happened in the second goal. It felt like a long time between the first and second goals. Danilo, um, there we go. Well, we'll start We'll start just into the second half then, Craig. Um, it, we, we were hoping for a fast start in the second half and, and to go out and get this sort of quick second. The game died, I think, really quickly. I think it died a little bit after the disallowed goal for Sprinters. I think we were in the ascendancy and, and it killed our flow a little bit. Um but we, we had a few sort of nervy moments. What was your feeling as we get sort of 50-60 and it's still 1-0, especially when Suter has that terrific clearance, by the way, where he's right in the six-yard box. He's done so, so well to get that. Which I think we've missed those players that just put the body on the line for it. Um, are you are you nervy then? Are you, are you thinking this is the, the same script we've seen before? Yeah, the longer the game went on, I was, I was puckering up. The longer the game was going on, I thought something was going to... Uh... As I say, the the two Butland saves, the first one, um, I don't think people realised that he, I think he actually changed his direction halfway through. So I think the ball got deflected through and it makes the save even better. So at that point, you are thinking, right, we've seen this, we've seen this movie before, um, especially when the, obviously the second goal um, was disallowed early on. I think that would have been a great way for Sofuentes to start, who I thought was, was very good today. I'm sure we'll get on to him. Um, but yeah, the second goal, sort of killed any chance then of, of Livy getting back in. Um, and I said it before the before the pod, um, I was hoping that Danilo would get one to sort of get that monkey off his back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And he did. And he absolutely did. And it was he took it brilliantly, by the way. Um, I, I can't there at Serpy William. Um, you know, he, he showed fantastic composure. It was a great header, a lot harder, I, I think, actually, than, than what it looked. Um, before we come on to the third and fourth goals, um, Ian. After the first, and then there was obviously the disallowed goal. We'll talk about that just now, and then we'll talk about what happened after it. Um, Sifuentes, obviously, from a corner, smashes it in. Um, it hits his arm. It gets disallowed. And by the letter of the law, no complaints. By the letter of the law, that's what happened. It's his arm. He gets control over it, and that helps him uh, score his goal. Uh, I didn't see it initially. Um, I was I pretty much jumped off my seat for that one. Uh, out of all the four goals, apart from one we'll probably come on to later on. Um, I was off my seat for that one because I thought it was great for him to get his first goal and then saw the VAR checks, all the, the replays. And yeah, I mean, it's hit his arm. That's, that's helped him score. So by the letter of the law, whether you like it or not, that's a disallowed goal. So VAR got it right and that's what it's there for. Personally, I think it was a conspiracy. 
Yeah, I said you know, it should be just a rule for us that it should be the same as the defensive rule. If it hits another part of your body, then your arm, it should be absolutely fine. Um, it's sort of like it's the top of the shoulder and then his arm, isn't it? But no, to be fair, it, it. I think if it doesn't hit his arm, it's probably just going to the defender first. So yeah, by the letter of the law, it's, it shouldn't count. It's just it was so disappointing because he's he's a player I'm so excited for, and I think he's going to be huge for us. Um, and and to get a goal so early because he, he's started to do that just before he joined us at LAFC. He just started. It was a bit like Danilo. We we're sort of in talks with these clubs to get him, and they just kept scoring goals. And I was like, can they ease <laughs> up a little bit because they're just adding value to him at the moment. Um, so I was glad to see he was almost picking up where um, where he left off really from from NAFC. But yeah, it was he was unfortunate. But I don't think there's going to be. I think there'll be another one close behind because he gets in good positions. Um, it's not really his game, but it's it's good to see that he's incorporating that as part of his game, especially against teams like Livingston. No disrespect, but the players can play higher up the pitch. They can get into those positions to to have a go. We we certainly need more of it because I think up until well. The, the subs come on. We weren't really trying a lot. We had, we had a good few chances and, and we'll come on to those. But I think having those moments where we're putting more men in the box and, and, and trying shots and because we're preparing this really narrow formation and we're not shooting enough. Um, and I think the front three, even with Seema coming on, I think they all look really sharp in the box when when someone does shoot. You saw it for Lama's goal. You saw it for Seema's goal. They will pick up on scraps if they're in and about the box. So I think Swanets will give us that as well as everything else he's going to give us. Yeah, 100%. Um, just somebody in the comments said, I think he's having a bit of a flaky, right? Um, so obviously sarcastically. So Borner's still rubbish. I know a lot of people... Craig have called Bonner rubbish, right? I've never called him rubbish. I've just said, look, the performances he's put in haven't been good enough. It's time to move him on. I still don't feel any differently. He's had a decent to a decent to good game today. He said maybe one other this season that I can think of, even though the season's just started. Um, so he's played well. Um, but I'm, that, I'm not standing on the rafters shouting Bonner's the best left back in the world. I still don't think, moving forward, he's the man for us. Well, I have called him rubbish in the past, um, so I'll stand by that comment. But he's not um, rubbish, though. Yeah. That's factually no, no, incorrect. No, uh, there's, there's been games where he's been rubbish. There have been games where he's not performed to his ability. Um, and I still feel that there are times when he doesn't. So we said the other night, I, mean, I spoke with William on the on the Rabble Daily the other day and said, Borna will go on a run and he'll have four or five good games. But then you know there'll be three or four games where he'll be where he'll be awful. Um, in those particularly, there's obviously one coming up in a few weeks, which he has previous previous history um, at underperforming and, and not being not being at his best. I, I still think personally that it's time for him to move on. He's been there five coming up to six years, um, so for me, it is time for him to to move on and, and for Ridvan to come through. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm never going to say um, if, if he's had a good game, he's had a good game, and he did today. Um, but there are moments in the game where. Wednesday night, for example, there was a moment where he waited on the ball and somebody stuck him behind him and nicked the ball off him. He is prone to those moments in games. Um, so for me, he's played well, but there's still um, there's still improvement and still better from him. And on and like Ian Martin, he has a sweet left foot. Ian, he does. He does have a brilliant left foot. He's he's one of the best. He's probably one of the best crossers in the country. To be brutally honest with you, right. But he doesn't show it enough. His defending's not good enough. And we concede the same goal over and over again, especially to them. Yeah, 
can't disagree with any of that. Um, yeah, his crossing superb. I mean, it always has been since the day the day he played against us. You can see the qualities, and that's why we brought him in. Um, he doesn't use it. Uh, his free kick, he could do with scoring a few more free kicks though, because um, his left foot doesn't seem to work as well when it comes to free kicks. Uh, but today, his corners, we look dangerous on his corners. Um, much more dangerous than the than from the guy from the other side. I'm not going to get negative, so we're going to step away from that. Um, but yeah, he he doesn't engage a player when they're coming at him. He backs off, backs off, and tries to show him, show him, and but shows him the space to cross the ball. It happens over and over and over again. He's not a bad player. He is a Croatian international. He doesn't get many minutes these days. Um, but you're not a bad player if you get into the Croatian team. Granted, but over and over and over again, he's, he's caused the same problems. I used to love him, then I've hated him, then I've loved him again. He's a confidence player. At the moment, his confidence is sort of in that middle area, so he's having middle-of-the-road games. But if he has a bad one, he'll crash and he'll go. And at the moment, he knows he hasn't got any competition, so he can just sort of get on with it because Ridvan's not there to play. When Ridvan comes back, you might see an up upturn in his, the way he plays. But for me, it's Ridvan over Borna. Sorry, Sid, but it's just time for Borna to step aside. Because we respond to comments, CGM. That's why we're having a quick discussion. Um, back to the positives, even though Borna was a positive um, today, Stu. Suter and Balogun, um, well, it's Livingston. They're not going to, you know, they're not Real Madrid. They're not attacking you every two seconds. I understand that. But what they had to do, they done, and they done well. And again, John Suter, Got man of the match, maybe quite rightly so. He was outstanding and has been our best player. I said it in the build-up, and it's still the same now on the reaction. Um, one of the best players on the park today, outside maybe Cantwell. Um, and, you know, that, that partnership worked. And for these games against your Livingstons at home, your St. Johnston at homes, I mean, basically every other team bar them at home, um, they're the perfect partnership, but today didn't put a foot wrong. No, I thought both centre backs strolled it today. Um, I think RTV gave their man a match to Balogun. I thought he was excellent. Um, I was was really against Balogun coming back, if I'm if I'm completely honest, just because of his injury proneness more than anything. Um, we all know he has that recovery pace, which is perfect for games like today, like you mentioned, where they're looking for those counter attacks. That recovery pace comes in really, really handy. I thought he was, he didn't look, one, I said straight away with, with Balogun, when he come back, which proved me wrong, um, whoever said I was dead, it would be happy to see. Um, it proved me wrong because I I thought he might have lost the yard of pace with the injuries, but I don't think he has. I think he looks just as quick as he as he has done when we first had him. So that, that's really positive. Or just um, the but, slow. Huh? Or just the slow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. So, and, and then on the other side, so, uh is is excellent. He's a player that I followed quite a lot in his career from, from Dundee United to Hearts and then us. I think you know he's he pretty much has been a midfielder as well. So he he can play with the ball at his feet. He's so confident. Um I love that when he just takes the ball out, he, he basically created the first goal in the Champions League for us when when he strides up the pitch with the ball. That's that's what we need our defenders to do. And and you know Goldson is great at getting the ball out and whipping long diagonals and organising defence and, and he has all these qualities but I don't think we have another defender that can do what Suter can do on the ball and and that's almost step into midfield and, and become an extra player in there, create chances, create moments 
Um, all from the back. He's good in the air. He's really, really solid in the air. Can score goals. We've seen he's done it against them. Um, and he's just, you just, someone's just said it there, CGM. He's just an excellent defender. Um, he puts his body on the line, which I don't think we have enough of, if I'm completely honest. When we play other teams, it just seems like every one of them would rather die than the ball go in the back of the net. You know, it's not always the case. They can't help it when it goes in the back of the net. But you know that none of them are pointing fingers at each other afterwards. And I think Suter has that about him. We saw it in the Scottish Cup final when he was going to come to us the very next season. And he's he's throwing himself in front of absolutely everything. Like I think he takes it as a personal insult if a goal goes in. And that's what you want. You want someone that cares that much. He cares just as much about not conceding as, as strikers do about scoring. Um, and, and I think you can just see it from him. He's, he's a great player to have around. And I think if we can keep him fit, which is just like, I hate saying that, but it is like the asterisk next to him. If we can keep him fit, then then we've got an absolute top quality centre-back who, for me, already is after Goldson, or oh, sorry, after Tav, I'd probably have had it on Goldson anyway, but he's, he's the next captain in line for me. A fully fit, and I'm going to say something here, Craig, um, a fully fit John Suter, best defender in the league. Yeah, and I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a, a reach. Um, I'd have said Goldson before he's up there. But I, I mean, think... sorry, Craig. I should caveat that by saying that I've, apart from Carter because I don't know who else plays in their defence, right? So I'm I'm saying it blind. But yeah, best defender in the league. Yeah, on his day, um, like Stu said, he puts his body where others won't dare put put their body. Um, he, he's reading of the game. He's he's brilliant. I mean that that um, cross he cut out in the second half was was amazing. Um, how he sort of gets gets into that position to block the to block the cross completely. Um, we we needed we desperately needed a bit more of that. Um, my only worry is that obviously that everyone might be the same. He's obviously he's, he's, he's sort of injury record, but I think these sort of games with Balogun being back once Goldson's back up to speed, um, these are the sort of games where you can give Suter a rest for a week. Um, just sort of just manage him and bring Balogun in. But yeah, without a doubt, he's the best um, best centre-half in the league. Um, and I don't think that's even even in debate. Not for us anyway. <laughs> Not for us anyway. Um, I, I keep going to Ian with people that are called Ian, right? So Ian, Ian is saying Raskin was quiet today. Thoughts. Yeah, again, I know. I don't think he had his his better day today. A few, a lot of misplaced passes for him. You can see he was getting frustrated with himself. Uh, he didn't need other people to do it for him. You could see him flinging arms up when passes weren't going in the in the, the where he wanted them to go and that sort of stuff. Not one of his better games, but he's not going to have great games every single time. If he was up there with with that type of player again, there's another one who just wouldn't be with us. Um, He'll get better. He's still young. He's still finding his way with the club. I know he's been there longer than a lot of the new signings, but for him, he's got a whole new bunch of people to play with, so he's got to get used to them as well. He'll, he, he's a quality player. You can see it. He's got an eye for a pass. Um, he was a bit quiet today, but people will be quiet, and that's why you've got others like Cantwell, Sifu, um, now I'm not going to say Lundstrom, uh, Ryan Jack, um, and whatnot that that can to, to take the game when he's not having one of his better days, and it's a team game, so everyone plays together. Winners a team, losers a team. So, well, I mean, listen, don't don't have a go at Lundstrom yet. How long did we have a go at Matondo for? And it is he's clearly messy in disguise. Um, so we'll we'll, we'll come on and talk about uh, Matondo shortly. Um, Stu, after the disallowed goal. Um, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but you know, for the rest of the 
the first half huff and puff a wee bit. Um, and then the yeah. second half up until the second goal that we discussed um, it was nervy, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I asked Craig pretty much when, when you popped off. It's oh. it, it, it killed our flow a little bit, I think, that, that disallowed goal because I think... I don't, it's an awful long out. time, though, Stu, just to come back on yeah. that because I forget. It's a long time to kill, you know, the flow. It is, but I think if that goal's allowed, I, I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility that we probably walk into half-time well, obviously at least two, but probably three nil up because it just felt like Livingston were crumbling a little bit at that point. They they couldn't really get out at all. And then in the second half, they regrouped, um, which, you know, you didn't expect Martin down to put a rocket up. And, and yeah, like, like I said to Craig, we, we went a bit nervy for, for the first sort of 10 minutes. We, we were looking a bit worrisome in terms of them getting, not, not clear-cut chances. Obviously, Butman's had a couple of saves, but... They were creating a few moments and, and they got a couple of corners. It was, I wasn't too worried about the corners because like I said before, I think now we've got Butland in there. We've got a bigger team. I'm, I'm a bit more confident when we, when we do concede a corner. But Rangers of old, I would have been fearing a goal then. And, and, and I think had that been the team of last year, that game could have turned really, really quickly. So it's really, we're still going to have these, but you're going to have these moments in any game, even when you're fully up to speed, every single team does. But I think right now where we're still going through the motions, we're still, you know, it's a lot of new players that are at this club. Even the players that like Matondo that's come on, he's not played a lot of football for us. So it's still, everyone's learning about each other. And and, and we obviously need these guys to get up to speed quickly because we need results We're Rangers. But at the same time, it is going to take time. And, And I think that they're showing enough positive signs that they're dealing with the, the big moments in game. So, you know, we turn it on enough, I think, at the end to go and get the resounding victory because, of course, goals are really, really important in this league. We know how much goal difference over the previous years have come into it. And likewise with defence, yes, we had a nervy moment with sort of 10, 10 minutes of the second half, but we dealt with it well enough um, with, with Balogun and Suter and, and everyone else coming back. So for me... It's good to get these tests. We're not going to have too many of them because as you gel, you're going to expect us to iron out the sort of flaws in our game. But it's I'm taking it more as a positive that we actually got through that tough moment. You know, we, We've gone through so many moments of conceding the first goal and, and so many times of letting teams back in, like Alice, you know, just letting them back in out of the blue. We didn't do that today, and, and that's, a, that's a massive positive for me. I know, but is it still a worry? And I know you've probably already been asked, Craig, and I apologise for asking again, but is it is that still a slight worry that we do have these long periods of just dropping off? And that's something that needs to be kind of remedied pretty quickly. Yeah, it does. Um, there were a few occasions where just a bit more um, a bit more composure and we'd have put the ball in the net. There's obviously a number of times where we've sort of broken and and, and the wrong pass or, or, or an overhit pass. Um, that will hopefully come with the more the players play together. Um, I think if you look at today's game, forget Wednesday, if you look at today's game and compare it to last Saturday, it's obviously night and day. Um, not only the fact that we won, but the, the performance was was a complete 180. Um, that will come, um, but I think we do need to be... And This isn't a this team issue. This is a long-standing issue that we're just not clinical enough. Um, how many times have we been on pods last year where we've come on and said, right, we won, but we only scored two goals, we should have scored four or five. Um, I think we just need to be a bit more clinical when we get those chances. Um, and the more players do score, like Danilo Dessas, um, obviously we'll come on to the other goals. Um, 
that will hopefully come as sooner sooner rather than later. Well, you could argue that we were clinical in the end, um, scoring four goals. Um, Stu, it's 1-0, right? I know we've discussed the second goal, right? But it's 1-0, you're 70 minutes in, there's still been no changes made yet. Um, we're all a bit nervy because um, Livingston have broke away a couple of times and the manager makes the substitution. Sam Lammers and Cyril Dessers off. Abdallah Sima and Rabi Matondo on. What's going through your mind, Stu? I was raging that Matondo was coming on, <laughs> if I'm completely honest. Um, he had a good game, but I was raging. I thought, listen, I'm, I'm not someone that's... I know a few people have turned on Seymour a little bit already. I'm not. I think he's doing enough at the moment. He's The quality has not quite been there, but he's, he's given 107%, which I said in the chat. He he will run until he's got nothing left. You know, he's, he gets in good positions. His finishing hasn't been fantastic, but he does get in good positions. Um, he chases people down. He's, he causes problems for defence. So I was happy to see him come off. I was a bit disappointed to see Lammers coming off because I thought he had a good game. Um but then Matondo, I was, I was expecting Roof, if I was completely honest. And and then Matondo strolls on the pitch. And I'm thinking, what's going on? I was, I was, honestly, I thought it'd be like a Scott Wright would, would play for us again before we saw Matondo. Um, and, and yeah, I wasn't, wasn't excited to see him come on. But he, he had a really good game. I think the first thing that he did was he chased someone back like 60 yards and, and won the ball back. And I was like, that was that was brilliant. If Matondo could do more of that, we're, we're right here. And, you know, he carried the ball really well. His passing was decent, which is, is that's usually a worry for him. His touch was decent. Um, and you could see as he, the more he was playing, the more confidence he was getting and the more confidence he was getting, the more things he was trying to even try cutting and, and have a shot at some point, which was, wasn't the best shot. But, you know, he's, he's actually having the confidence to do that. And I think the problem with Matondo is he's clearly a confidence player. There, there is talent in there. It's just, can you keep that confidence up? Because I think he's 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 going to be quite a fragile guy that, you know, if he has a bad game, it's, it's going to go really, really bad for him. But if you can get that sort of play out of him, if you can bring him on for 10 minutes, especially when the team's tiring, because we do lack a lot of width at the moment. So to bring on width, especially someone with his, one of the fastest guys I've ever seen in football, and you bring him on late on in a game where, where the sort of games get stretched, they're certainly leggy. So he just, he caused them so many problems just because of that. And, I'm hoping we're going to sign another guy like that because it, you could see how much that made the difference late on. But yeah, I got nothing but praise for for Lightning Strike today. He was he was he was absolutely brilliant. Right, um, two two things. Right, um, Ian wants to talk about the atmosphere in the ground today. We'll come back to that in a minute, Ian. And of course, Aaron was telling everybody, and including Stu. Um, how good Matondo was. He just needs to run the games. Um, something new that I'm trying on the reactions. Um, if you don't like it, let me know. Um, because you will be staring at the four of us now for about three minutes, um, just gazing into the sky. Um, but hopefully this works. The last time I tried it, it didn't. But Michael Beale has spoke to Rangers TV after, um, obviously, today's 4-0 win. And this is what he had to say. Michael, three points, four goals today. What did you make of that performance? A really good start. I thought it was a fantastic first goal come from Jack. Todd does excellent in the move and... Linking with Cyril gets in down the side. Really pleased for Sam. Uh, it was a day of first, wasn't it, with Sam scoring and and Danny and Abdullah scoring and Kieran with an unbelievable fourth goal. Um, Jack Button with a clean sheet. Obviously, Cyril scored this week as well, so you're hoping that calms the players down. But in terms of today's game, I thought it was in three parts. We started ever so well, and after the disallowed goal, uh, I thought we... We're stuffy after that and our decision-making, our quality wasn't good enough. I thought the subs come on and had a big impact in terms of Rabi and, 
Abdullah and then by the end of the game, it was really, really convincing again and uh, and some good play. You touched on the, the four goal scorers there. How positive is it, not only for the new signings, but for the squad as a whole, to, to see them on the score sheet and really continue to build those relationships? It will certainly help them. Uh, you could see at moments in the second half, we've got great areas and our decision-making. We're, you know, and it, it's not from being selfish. I'd actually... Uh, it's actually even people being unselfish and a bit tippy-tappy. I want people to be more decisive in those moments. I thought we were late in the game. I have to mention as well, I thought Jose Cifuentes had a fantastic debut. Um, obviously, the VAR steals the goal from him, but I thought he was outstanding. And him and John Suter were probably the pick of the game for me today. It was nice to keep a clean sheet, um, which was important as well. And just overall, when I pick the bones out of it, it's clear there's a bit of work to do, but there's a lot of positives as well. And now we can look forward. Obviously, we have a huge game Tuesday and then back here for another home game in the Cup next week. And we do often talk about, obviously, the start to the games. You touched on that sticky period in the middle, but it must be particularly pleasing today to see the end to the game that we saw and, and the real hunger for more goals. Yeah, 100%. And I, and I think that, that the impact that I want from the squad, you know, we're, we're trying to run and press and harass teams. So naturally, people, if they leave it all out, they're going to get tired. It's important the guys off the, come off the bench with a real desire to show what they can bring to the team. And as as Livingston got tired today, they had to face Seema and Rotondo and Kieran Dow coming in. And, and that was really important to the game. I have to say as well, the fans today at the start of the game, they've had a tough week, but they really got behind the team. And Kieran Dow's goal probably at the end of the game is a reward for all the support they've given the group this week as well. Yeah, and focus now obviously turns to Servette on Tuesday night and, and good to be going into that on the back of our positive results here. Yeah, dangerous game, dangerous opponent. We know that. Uh, we'll have to be at our best. Uh, we need to be defensively as strong as we were today and we need to be decisive in the final third. Scoring four goals, they will certainly help us, but we need to go there with the right mentality, out of possession first, be strong, hard to play against and then show our quality. It's a hugely important night for everybody and safe trip to all the fans that are going across to Geneva this week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So there we go. Michael Beale's thoughts. Um, let, let me know what you thought of that, guys, because I'm not really sure how it looks. Just us four sitting here while the managers, while the managers talking. And obviously, I'll see if, if YouTube demonetizes us for using content. But however, um, Stu, your thoughts on the manager's post-match? Uh, for once recently, I think he was spot on, to be honest, everything he said. I, I like that he points out the deficiency of something Gerard used to do was, you know, we didn't rest on our laurels. We didn't we didn't praise just because we won. We, we still pick the bones of, of where we can get better, which is what we should always do at Rangers. You know, we are pleased we won. We are pleased it's 4-0, but... Right, where can we get better? Where can we where can we keep the intensity up in certain parts of the game to, to give us better moments in the game? Um, like that he mentioned, not a tippy-tappy, I don't mind us trying to look for a pass in the box because sometimes I think that is the better option. But I like that he mentioned 
sometimes we do need to be a bit more greedy and certain, you know, he's, he's noticing these moments in the game because uh, you want your manager to see what you will see. And, you you know, we, we moan about enough already. So you, it's good to see that Bill is is recognising those moments. And I think it's really interesting as well. Um, the last sort of three or four post-match press conference, well, three, I guess, uh, post-match press conference, he's, he's really stepped up mentioning the fans and and how how important the fans are. You know, he said it after game one when when we lost one nil, and he was like, fans are so important, blah, blah, blah. And then he says it in Savet, and, you know, the fans are going to be really important for the return. And again today, like, the, the fans getting their award for the fan support, like, he really seems to be starting, trying to, I don't know, keep that relationship high with the fans. I don't know what it is, but it is good that he's recognising how important, you know, essentially the 12th man is to this team because it's it's easy for people to overlook the fans and just think that they're there to pay their money and come and watch what you put together but it, it does seem that he really appreciates that that people are there cheering us on and and even through the tough times that they're given the time and I think he's also trying to take some of that pressure off the team you know because it is a new team it is team trying to jail and he's he's almost putting himself in the face of that and and you know creating that block between him and uh, between the team and the fans in, in terms of let's not jump on them. Let's let's keep getting behind the team, keep giving them encouragement because he believes in the project and, and you know, hopefully it's going to be as, as good as he thinks it is because if he's if he's giving me presses like that, I'm, I'm, I'm happy enough, to be honest. I know, and, and Ian likes to say that it's nice that he notices what everybody else is noticing and, you know, just take hit a shot, you know, be greedy, go for goal. Let's let's start scoring goals. Let's stop trying to score the perfect goal. It's good to hear stuff like that. Finally, he's doing that because like this one, I completely agree with everything he was saying. Kamarnik one, I was struggling to figure out what he was meaning because I'm pretty sure me and him were watching a different game. But today, superb that was. Um, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, there's a lot of people in the comments who liked it. So I, that's a good feature, that. Um, yeah, I think picking out the points where letting them saying that you know we were a bit stuffy at times and we, we need to do better there and and that sort of stuff. That's what we need to hear. That he can, like Stu says, he can see what we can see. And if he's going to be more like that going forward, all the better. Yeah, and just taking a wee bit from what he said though, Craig, about you know, and this is just looking forward just slightly because we're almost at fifty minutes, right? So we've still got the third and fourth goals to go, um, and there's a couple other things that I want to, I want to uh, talk about. But he can he did touch on the game on Tuesday. Sounds as though we're going to start off slightly defensive, or did I did I hear that wrong? Um, I don't, I don't think. I mean, maybe he's saying that to sort of put the word out then obviously if it gets back to Savet. Um I don't think he will off I, I can see us trying to sort of go at them early on and and and, and put the tie to bed. Um but yeah I, I I think he's probably just being um a bit mischievous there with his with his post match press conference and, and, and setting setting that expectation that that's what we'll do on Tuesday. Yeah. Um so just quickly again on Matondo Craig the title is, you know, Rangers for Livingston now. Matondo is his name. Um, do we look at a performance like that today and go, no, wait, wait a minute, he definitely does have something to offer? Or are we all just, you know, getting a far too ahead of ourselves because he's come on and done okay? <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd like to think we've had his brother Shabby Matondo playing for us for the last... Uh, for the last Thank year. God you said Shabby. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean... That's that's the Matondo that 
we saw last preseason against West Ham and he, and he looked a world beater. Um, and obviously, for whatever reason, it didn't happen last season. Um, if that's the player that we do have on 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 board, then great because he can be a he can be an asset to the squad um, and and do that like today because there will be other games where he'll come on and Seymour will come on. We'll play against Kilmarnock, St Johnston, St Mirren, and they'll be tiring. Um, so you want those players to come on late on if if they're not starting. Um, I was very impressed with him and like like Stu, I was absolutely raging when I saw the subs. Um, I was not happy with. I was I was thinking. Surely it's a game for Hadji, um, just to sort of have a, something different. Um, but I'll I'll accept that I was wrong. Um, and on the back of that, back of that little cameo from him, um, and hopefully the next time he plays, whether that's on Tuesday or next week, we get the same, we get the same performance. And two things, Ian. Um, firstly, is this shown that? And again, I say it's shown. It's been one game, right? Um, but. Is Matondo better as an impact player once teams start to tire? And number two, should we have been playing him through the middle all along? I think I think it showed that a player, his pace coming on against a team that's had to chase the ball pretty much the entire game is the right time to use him. Um, he's, well, I think you said it earlier on, he's messy in disguise. That's what it is. We just didn't know. Um, we didn't let him out. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, Great, a great cameo today. Hopefully, he can push on. Maybe I mean, he was down at the Leeds Cardiff game. On it, maybe one of them's told him, "Well, show us what you can do, and we'll look at signing you." And that might just be enough to spur him and get him playing. Who knows? Um, but if he keeps doing that every time he comes on, he might just get a little bit more expensive for anybody who wants to come in and get him. Um, yeah, I mean, it's terrifying his pace. His pace. I mean, I'm only watching it on the TV here, and it's absolutely terrifying. My eyes can't keep up with him. No. No, but unfortunately, sometimes his feet can't keep up with the way he's running. But he can't knock him today. He was absolutely superb. And I, I think Stu mentioned it when he was talking about him earlier on, that bit where he ran back and um, and got back in and helped out defensively. I thought that was amazing. Um, I think I mentioned that in the thing. But I'm going to make it three from three because when Matondo come on, I was screaming for changes in the chat. And when Matondo came on, I said, I changed my mind. Let's just not make any changes. And he's proven me wrong as well. So I'm happy with that. And I'm, I was delighted as well, Stu. Um, you know, obviously delighted that we then went on to score another two goals. Because, um, like I say, for so long it looked as though it was either going to be 1-0 or 1-1. Let's be honest, that's the way it felt. Um, but, yeah, we got that second and then we got a third and big Seema. Um, Danilo unlucky hits the post. Um, but good reactions for the big man. And it is great for him to get a goal. Yeah, yeah, no, Danilo was really unlucky. Um, liked his sort of, his presence and his his quick thought of mind to, to get that shot off quickly and and you can see what he was trying to do he, for once we've got a guy that's not just hitting this ball with the keeper he was he was trying to find the bottom corner with it at speed and and that's a hard sort of skill to to put off so he was really really unlucky but Seema was um was brilliant and, and that's what I said that's why I think we should have more shots from from out outside the box um obviously I think we will when Dow plays in the team a lot because I think he can strike a ball and we'll come on to Dow I'm sure but um I think the front three, whether that, you know, when Dessa's up to speed, but whether that's Danilo, Seema, Lammers, they will react in the box. They won't stand on their toes and, and just wait for a ball to land at their feet. They will react. And Seema's almost run past the guy to get to that ball um, and, and put it in the bottom corner. And it's a, it's a really good finish because the keeper spreads himself really well as well. So, um, yeah, I was delighted for him. Like I said, I've, I've got no problem with Seema at the moment. I know he's, he's taken a bit of abuse, but I think... 
he's shown me enough in terms of desire and commitment to, to what he's trying to do that I'm prepared to give him time to, to get up to speed. Because like I said, but, but, <laughs> I'm a bit like Cholak when I, when I judged a lot of it off of just how he played against us. I thought Seymour was fantastic when we played Soviet Prague. So I'm prepared to give him time because I think he, he was that good against us. And if Brighton are picking him up, it, there's something about him that is good enough that he's going to come good. So um, just, just want to see players that, have that desire for me that you know you'll you'll get a pass if you're doing enough and I think I know Des is gets it is getting it in the in the throat a lot at the moment but I think Des is, does have that as well like he does show that desire he does put the work rate in um you know one thing I did want to point out about him there was there was a point where he he got it in the corner and he almost opened up to pass the tab and then he just turned back on it and he completely done the defender and he took it right into and he put it across and Lamas should score and Des should have an assist so yep. there were moments there for Dessas that are showing me enough that, that he will get up to speed, he will get match sharp, and, and he's going to be a big signing for us. But yeah, was was really delighted for Seema. And um, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm just I'm just really want to talk about Kieran Dow's goal if, if I'm be <laughs> So I'm just looking forward to that. <laughs> I thought you, you've got to save the best till last, haven't you? Um, James is asking, where is Tom Lawrence? I don't know. Apparently another was it a small knock in training or something or or something happened in training and fingers just maybe want to keep a wee look at him don't quote me on it but i'm sure i heard that somewhere um unless any of you is free know where tom lawrence is is it it free lawrence is it yes no i saw something um apparently uh michael bill said ruth and tom lawrence are just a little bit behind the group lundstrom has a family issue and won't travel in the week right that's what i saw Okay, dokie. Craig, Kieran Dow can strike a football. Yeah, it was save the best to last. Um, what a hit. And glad that he, another one, obviously another one of the new signings that scored today. Um, but boy, that, that lad can hit a ball. Um, I think if that net hadn't been there, it'd still be travelling um, now. <laughs> um, it's such a great strike and quite a good setup as well. So it wasn't just a Loose born, he's, he's sort of he's caught it. He, it's, a, it's a great move before um, laid off to him and and smashed it. And I think you could have two or three keepers in goal uh, for Livingston and, and and not what you could actually even tell the goalkeeper right. I'm going to put it in that spot, and the goalkeeper still wouldn't get near it. Aye, and David Andrews sums it up perfectly. Um, Kieran does not mind kicking a ball into the net, and it's just so good. I mean, we've seen it from Raskin. You know, Raskin's must be close uh, to a screamer. Plenty of people have pointed it out in the comments. Look, Sifuentes can dig. Um, you know, he had that that good effort in the first half. And then you've got Kieran Dill coming in with a, with a strike like that. It's just good to have the kind of options. It's superb to have those type of options. It's something we've been screaming out for for at least the last two seasons. But it's not just the, the, the finish for Dow. I'm, I might have getting, be getting too mixed up here, but did he not start the move at the same time with a nice little flick inside? And then yep. ran uh, Matondo ran onto it and and then that finish. Um I got told off for swearing by the wife. <laughs> um that'll start my seven year old off. He'll be doing the same thing when he sees the sees the goal later. Um but I've I I don't think I've ever been apart from when it was the one that's kind of near enough secured as the league, I don't think I've ever cheered so loud for a goal against Livingston in my life. It was just <laughs> fantastic. What a finish that was. It was. It was absolutely. It was phenomenal. Now we're fifty-six minutes in, 
Um, we've got maybe one or two more questions, uh, one or two more points, sorry, and I'm going to finish up. We'll obviously, um, for those of you on our Patreon, we're back tomorrow night at half past seven with Rabble Sundays. Um, and, and I should just do a quick plug for that as well. If you enjoy the content, please do like and subscribe on YouTube. Um, it's greatly appreciated. Like I said in the build-up, we have just surpassed 8,000 subscribers, um, which is, is, is mental and crazy to me. Um, and if you want daily Rangers content, including loads more extra content on top of that, then do consider joining the Rangers Rabble Patreon, the link for which is in the description. And when Simon Murray asks questions like this, which we don't have time to answer, but this will, this, uh, this question will be put to the guys tomorrow night on Patreon. If it was any player that's left that you would have kept to improve this team, who would it be? Um, that is a very good question. Um, but just unfortunately, we don't have time to go into it. Um, so yeah, um, Stu, for now when we have a nice happy weekend, um, we can go and enjoy the rest of our Saturday night, we can enjoy the rest of our Sunday, and we can maybe see what else happens in Scottish football um, tomorrow, who knows, who knows, um, but Michael Beale, I would imagine, will be feeling a lot happier this weekend, we've seen a lot yeah. more improvement. Well I'm feeling a lot happier this weekend and, and that's all I really care about, um, it's Rangers can literally ruin your weekend. And, and I think I saw a tweet that said, it's crazy that you wait so long for this to come back and then you're waiting for 11 men to decide the next 10 months of your life, um, which is, is what it is. And, and it's, it is a downer wit when it happens. But today was was good enough for me. It was There were, there were a lot of positives. Um, like you said, Bill will be really happy. It's it's the, the exact result we needed going into Wednesday, uh, going into Tuesday, sorry, which will, which will be a really difficult game. Um, he's got food for thought as well on who he starts because you've got guys that have come off the bench and and now staking a claim to start. So he's going to have a headache, which is a good headache to have um, going into that game. And, and and then just touching on on Dow's goal because I just said I really want to talk about it and then you skip over it. So that was fantastic. Um, the the bit Ian was talking about the touch to start that goal was better than the goal, and I'm going to die on that hill. That flick was unbelievable. Um, to, to get that move started on the, on the left-hand side and then to get out of the pitch. The goal was unbelievable as well, but the touch was was fantastic. And I think a lot of people have said about Dow that a bit like a suitor asterisk, if you can keep him fit, you've got a hell of a player. And I think you can see that already in him. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm delighted that we've won. I'm delighted that we've won big because I always like when we put goals on the board for the league. Um, and, and yeah, I'm going to go enjoy the rest of my weekend and, and take a little walk down to the shop and grab some more beers, I think. Absolutely. And final point to you then, Craig. Um, obviously, Tuesday night, big, massive game. We will have build up, of course, and reaction from that. Um, has there been a few players that have maybe gave Michael Beale some food for thought? Going into Tuesday? Um, there'll be a couple, I would imagine, especially with players missing, um, like Stu was talking about. Um, Dell, probably. Matondo, maybe. Um, although I don't think Matondo's in the in the European squad, so that he might have, he might not, um, he might not get in. Um, Balligan, I think Balligan was pretty pretty good. So whether we maybe go to a free at the back, it's Goldson and Suter on Tuesday, Craig. Come on, unless we go free at the back, you, you might go free at the back and change it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, there'll be a couple, and I don't think I don't think any of the players um, that played today. Nobody for me had an absolute shocker and has put themselves out of contention. Um, I think they all did all did what they needed to do. And I would come to you, uh, Ian, but with no time left, so. 
and that will do, sir. So, yeah, Rangers 4, Livingston now. We have a happy weekend, which seems like for a change, because um, I agree with Stu, you wait so long on the football coming back, and then 11 men decide um, how you're going to feel for the next 10 months, um, which should be clipped and used as some kind of advert for something. Um, but there we go. Um, so thank you to Craig, Stu, and Ian for joining me. Much appreciated, gentlemen. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you to um, look, thank you to um, everybody who likes and subscribes, to our members on YouTube. If you don't like Patreon, you can join as a member um, on YouTube. You get priority response to the comments and stuff like that. Thank you to all our Patreons who I know are tuning in as well. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, and yet there is time limits on podcasts. Nicholas stubborn when um, I'm sitting in a room that's 150 degrees um, and I've been sitting here for another one minute and I've went from 20 stone to 10 stone. Um, so, yeah. So, listen, thank you every single person. <laughs> shaking his head. Thank you every single person for tuning in. Um, it's greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for watching and we shall speak to you all very, very soon. <laughs>